0: Hi, this is James Barclay and this is Unprecedented Business Growth. Welcome, we're talking about managing government affairs and political risks in a high growth market. My observation is that there's about 75% failure rate of growth strategies in mid to large organizations. Strong anecdotal evidence suggests that top management's inability to prepare for and respond to legislation, regulation, political instability, and corruption is responsible for about a third of those failures, that figure being exponentially higher in operating environments with a high level of one or more of those factors, for example, Indian real estate, the global energy sector, the Middle East and North Africa region, and and China. I'm talking today about the impact of those four external factors in turning your vision into operating results, the impact it has on your key managers performance in achieving your desired strategic outcomes and the cultural change within your business. Leaders in high-growth markets need a focus and discipline on three key areas. Number one, your company's culture is your greatest risk and your greatest saviour. By culture I'm referring to the values or belief system that governs your people's behavior. When top management in a high-growth market visibly ignore or pay lip service to the importance of its external relationships with legislators, regulators, politicians, and corrupt practices, they shouldn't be surprised when middle managers behave in the same manner. Pick a recent scandal, the Olympus scandal in Japan, the Chinese milk exports, BAE systems, Saudi jet fighters, and the LIBOR debacle. They all lead back to a failed belief system governing leadership's actions. Equally, those organizations with a strong leadership culture rarely seem to hit the headlines. Why? Those leaders act as exemplars and avatars for the desired behavior. They cultivate external relationships in the belief that they can influence or prevent change derailing the growth strategy, or in the worst case, readily prepare the business to respond to change or an instant or crisis. They take the subject seriously, creating accountability at all levels of the organization. Employees' performance, pay, recognition, and promotion are all linked to the company's success, managing government affairs, and political risks. My second point is key people in high-growth markets must maintain a political, not just a commercial mindset. The greater the amount of legislation, regulation, political instability, and potential corruption in your given market, the greater weighting you should apply to your selection criteria within your company, the training and development, technology, recognition and reward, accountability, and evaluation of their performance. Most executives and middle managers have never spent a day of their working careers in a political or regulatory institution. They're hardwired from day one into commercial logic. When they transcend up the leadership chain to lead expansion in a high-growth market, Their default setting when challenged by legislators or regulators and so on is let me tell you why commercially this makes sense for both of us. Yet those regulators, legislators and politicians rarely act on commercial reasoning alone. Why? They're in the role because they want to achieve personal objectives. There's an underlying set of emotional priorities. That may be increased repute, peer appreciation, electoral support, promotion opportunities, political capital and impact on their own lives. You won't be in a position to find that out unless you invest time in building a trusting relationship. This lies at the heart of the disconnect between many private sector firms and regulators particularly in public tenders in high growth markets. Stop thinking about your needs, start building strong external relationships and acting on those individuals needs. My third and final point is, beware regulatory and compliance overload. The cause of most strategies being derailed by a failure to manage government affairs and political risks stems from organizations knowing too much information, not too little. There's no system of prioritization consistent with organizations' strategy in a high-growth market. At least one that allows the individuals in the operational arena distill changes into a set of practical common-sense actions they can apply in their daily routine. Most intelligent people can see what's happening or shortly about to happen. Perhaps the younger, less seasoned people in your firm need some input from the more experienced members of their team. What they struggle with though is how to adjust and apply to those changes in their daily work. Anti-money laundering rules have swept through any business, large and small, in the global financial services sector. Most organizations' response has been to create a blanket policy, making exceptions in very small numbers of cases. The trouble is that in a high-growth market, where you're often stepping into the unknown, the relevance of many parts of that policy may be tested and be found to be inadequate or irrelevant. Such is the blind adherence to the global policy, many managers feel powerless to act or lack the authority to challenge its effectiveness. It becomes a discourager of entrepreneurial behavior. My very best clients tackle this much more imaginatively. Take a look at the attached process visual. List those legislative, regulatory, political instability, and corruption risks in one of the four quadrants, giving thought to one, the level of probability, and two, the ultimate net loss. Insurers have long since applied this approach. Take those risks in quadrant number two, gather your people for one hour per week and use that time to develop preventative and contingent actions, set accountabilities and next steps with definitive times and dates. When you're done with those risks, move on to number one quadrant and do the same. You're now focused on a strategic government affairs and political risk plan in support of profitable growth, not tactical issues that do little to protect the business and waste a lot of time and money. High-growth businesses naturally threaten and provoke the old order. Leaders of those businesses must realize that they're a magnet for political and regulatory attention. Jealousy, envy, fear, and so forth, rapidly manifest themselves in a backlash with attempts to derail your success. The music business is no different. John Lennon's comment that we are now more popular than Jesus caused a wave of protest from Christian evangelists throughout America. Lennon may well have been right. What he perhaps didn't imagine at the time was the potential that someone might try to shoot him. This has been Unprecedented Business Growth with me, James Barclay.